Amazing. Good morning. Welcome to church. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. And uh, you can get involved by going to our chat line. Chat line. Chat line. I sound like Joel. And whatever your questions and comments are, we will get to them. Good morning, y'all. I'm glad you're here. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. All right. I, um, ooh, any questions from anybody or anything you want to bring up before I get rolling? I had a question. All right. Wait for the mic. I'm glad. Finally, someone came to fellowship, not to be taught. Okay. Um, so I was thinking about kind of the forgiveness process in regards to forgiving your parents. Yes. Um, and kind of the way, you know, you present it, it comes with kind of a Christian uh, lean to it. Can you tell people to forgive their parents without telling them that it's like a kind of a Christian thing to do? Right. And will they find God through that process? The moment they re- forgive the mothers and return to the father... And through the Father, they would naturally go to God. Yeah. I hear a lot of atheists telling me that, too, really? that they were not Christian, but when they went and forgave, all of a sudden they believed in God again. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I had a similar thing. A guy that I've talked to on the beach, um, you know, he's kind of a, a homeless guy, and he could tell something he's a little disturbed, and he would keep referring, he would keep talking about his parents. So I just told him to forgive him. Right. Um, and he did that. Like, literally the next day, like, the guy's glowing. It was <laughs> Absolutely. Just, yeah, it was amazing. When you love your father, you, you can't help but love God. <clears throat> but when you hate your father, you hate God. <clears throat> it's just the way it is. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. So the bomb is no longer a bomb. Uh, I wouldn't say that, but he's... <laughs> he's working his way out. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of bombs... On uh, <laughs> uh, there's a little area between Fairfax and La Cienica. Uh and there's an underpass there, like a freeway overpass or whatever you call it. I was driving down through there yesterday on Venice, and on both sides of the road, bombs everywhere. It looked like I was going through a, a second or third world country or something. I'm like, where am I? And that place used to be so beautiful and clean down there. And it was like weird seeing it. And then I was over in uh, Inglewood yesterday. Joel, where's Joel? Oh, he's so black I can't see him. (laughs) He's black. (laughs) We had those two young men, one take that seat, one take that one. Okay. Um, There's an area in Inglewood over by the uh, the form, they built a, a new uh, arena over their football team, I guess, for the for the Lakers or somebody. The Lakers play football. <laughs> who, who is that new stadium built for in Inglewood? The Rams, but the Rams can't play ball. They don't know how, right? Why are they get a new beautiful stadium like that? Oh, my money back. <laughs> but anyway, so there's like a neighborhood over there, and it used to be really nice. And a young lady by the name of Christina offered to let me use their house over there for the meetings if we haven't found a location by the end of the month. And so I went there. Thank you, Christina. I appreciate it. I went there to look at it, 
And I remember that area used to be so American and so nice. And now it looks like Mexico. It got, it's all jammed and crowded with a bunch of stuff. Chickens and, <laughs> and Mexicans walking up and down the road. And it just looked like it did when I went to Mexico. I'm like, what the? <laughs> it changed just like that. I'm like, we have done this country a disservice by just allowing different people to come in because they bring that cultural stuff with them and they change the look of America. It doesn't look like America anymore. And then you feel kind of unease driving down through the neighborhood, right? And so it's just not good. When I become president, everybody got to go. <laughs> I don't know where y'all going, but y'all leaving here. <laughs> they got to go. This is not right. You shouldn't be afraid to drive out through a neighborhood in America, in your country. Anybody ever experienced that? Yeah. And they parked everywhere. They got too many cars. And the cars are old. <laughs> you see that, Della? Yeah. It's amazing, huh? And then down this road, Olympic look like China. Korea, that's the same thing. Isn't Korea and China the same thing? Don't you feel like going, oh! It looked like once you cross Western Avenue, it looked like you left America. That's not right. Can they leave their culture there if they got to come and act white? Keep it clean? Am I wrong? No, not at all. It's right here. Yeah. Why, why are we allowing this to happen? Um, I don't really know. It seems pretty crazy to me, honestly. Like, just, it's really America has lost its, like, Americanness. Yeah. It's uh, just a lot of cultures coming in trying to impose themselves onto our own unique culture that we've built. You know? That is so true. Why don't they leave that stuff at home? And if they like it so much, stay at home. I don't know. It's like they can't rebuild their own country, so they come to ours and bring and, their culture with it. And rebuild America, right? Yeah. That's crazy. It is absolutely crazy. I was like looking around yesterday. I couldn't believe it. Have you seen that too? What do you think about it? Yeah. Oh, it makes me homesick and it makes me sad. Yeah. I, I, mostly I feel very homesick. And like I don't belong here anymore. I know. It's not my home anymore. It feel like feel like you're the visitor. <clears throat> or and I don't feel welcome. Not even a visitor. Yeah, you know, like uh, Christina was telling me that over in that neighborhood in Inglewood, the black people don't want the white people to come. So when you move in, you have to sneak in. Because when she moved in, some black people saw her. That should have been at work. They were up walking the streets at eleven in the morning. Should have been at work on welfare. And so they were asking her, oh, are you moving in? She's like, no. <laughs> but she, huh? Yeah, she should have worn a black face, huh? And I was talking to Christina, and she's a white lady, but it was like talking to any hard-working American person. It was just talking to a human being. It's too bad people into a color thing like that. 
Uh, one other thing I want to say is that I want to encourage you to save 10% of your money. Really. Because opportunity will come. The one thing that my grandparents taught me, and my parents too, because they did very well for a while until you died. They did. Um, save 10% of your money. You can always work. And every time you make a dime, put 10% in the bank. And then live off the rest, pay your rent, buy your food, uh, buy, buy your pot, right? I used to buy my pot with the 10%, after I paid the 10%. But buy your pot, but opportunity will come. They're already there, but you just don't see them. And so when they do come, you will have money, right? And it's easy to say 10%. Then it is to say 20% or 15%. It's, you know, you can put 10% away and forget about it. Because the opportunity will come. And you'll be ready for it. You'll be surprised. And put it in a cow where you get interest on it, you know. Be, be re- that makes sense? So everybody's saving 10% already? You saving 10%, Raymond? Yeah, uh, yes. Oh, good. Everybody else saving 10%? Oh, why are you not saving 10%? Oh, I'm sorry. Hold for the mic. <laughs> I plan to. It just, when do you plan to? Well, we, I don't have an income right now. Oh, and, you're not working? Yeah, and also we're self-employed, and it just we're just scraping by. And I know it's not an excuse. <laughs> but even with the scraping by, yeah. you should put 10% away. Yeah. You'll be surprised how, because God loves you, something will happen where an investment will come, and then you can have money to enhance your business. It really is so weird, but that's the yeah. way it is. Yes. And are you collecting welfare or anything? No. Uh, you can sell your welfare check. Uh, <laughs> how about food stamp? No. Uh, I was going to say sell the food stamp and put the money in the bank. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but make sure you save. Are you saving? Yeah. Oh, good. One of the things that we do in our Entrepreneur Academy, the last segment of the class, well, when we first start the class, I tell the guys to save 10%. And so that at the end, of, they didn't know this, though, but at the end of the class, they could buy a home or some land or something, right? So this graduating class is at the end of this class. So about three or four of them did save, and they're going to be buying homes. I brought in the real estate lady that I've been working with for a long time, and she is so smart. I think she's Asian. Is she Asian, James? Yeah. Yeah, she's Asian. And she is a hardworking, smart person, and she knows the in and ins and out of how to buy your first home. And so uh, three or four of these guys are going to be buying their own home. Uh, isn't that amazing? So save your money. All right? That makes sense? Are you saving? Yeah. Oh, good. You say 10%? I think maybe a little more. Oh, good. Is it easy to save a little more? Uh, not all the time. That's why I said 10%. It's yeah. so easy to save 10%. Yeah. And just forget that you have it. So if something comes up, if somebody steal a part from your car or something like that, don't think of your 10%. There's another way to get it done. Uh, just leave it there only for investment, no matter what. If your girlfriend throw you out, did she throw you out yet? I don't uh, have a girlfriend. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> How old are you? I'm 24. Hey, why don't you have one? 
just they haven't really like met. I guess the right one. And what's the right one? I don't know yet because I haven't really. You haven't dated at all your life. I have. Yeah, and the, she's. There was the, she was the wrong one. Yeah, I guess so. What? May, is this your first time here? Yeah. What's your name? Javier. Javier. Thank you for yeah. coming. And what was the wrong? What was wrong with her? Uh, I guess she was just like. Well, I was young, a lot younger too. So, um, um, let's see. She was just not really like. Hmm. Let me see. I don't know. There's there's a few things. Yeah, like like what? Um, she just, just the way she carried herself. I guess was she a slut? Uh, no, but <laughs> were you a slut maker? What What do you mean? <laughs> you haven't told him, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, wait until God give you one. Forget about. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm like on right now. I'm not really like, what do you think I should do? So what now? What what do you think I should do, though? You should work, get your own apartment, uh, uh, take care of yourself, seek the kingdom of God in his right way. And then when it's time to get married, the right woman will be added. And she, you guys will be together until death do your part. Great. Feels like I'm on the right path then. Yeah. Yeah. Do not look for any woman. Don't even look for anything but seeking what's right. All right. Isn't that amazing? Amazing. Amazing. Have you gone and forgiven your mother? Um, I had a question about that, too, because I've seen, like, probably two of your sessions because he showed me them. Right. Um, It's his birthday, by the way. He brought me here. So He hasn't. What's his name? Uh, his name's Caleb. Oh, Caleb. Today is his birthday? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we We're came here. We're going to do a birthday thing, a soft warm in a minute. That's awesome. So don't leave, Caleb. You have to come up here. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> and so go ahead. Oh, yeah. Um, about forgiving my mother, like, because he told me to do that. Um, I have, like, nothing. I feel like, no, like, hatred or, like, like why forgive her for what? You don't have any anger toward her at all? No. She was perfect in raising you? I mean, it seems like it, because, yeah. She didn't get on your nerves at all while growing up? I mean, I feel like everyone does eventually. How about your mother? <laughs> um, no, not really. She didn't get on your nerves at all? What do you mean? You know yeah. how she can... You know how people make one another angry or irritate or oh, something? Oh, y- yeah. She like would irritate you at times? Yeah. About what? I when mean, I can't really what? think about, like, a certain thing, but just, like, you know, like, going out throughout the day, you know, just, just I don't know, normal things. Yeah. Right. Well, don't do it unless you see it for yourself. Yeah. You have to get to know yourself. And if you see that you have anger, any little iota of anger toward her, you need to forgive her so you can overcome her. Okay. Because any man that has anger is a woman. Yeah. Did you know that? Um, no. Yeah. So do you have anger? No. I mean, you, no. You have no anger? No, I mean, I feel like I get frustrated sometimes. Frustration comes from anger. Because I'll be like, 
like skateboarding or something. I can't land a trick, and I'm just like, oh, you know, or like, oh, that's stuff some like serious that. anger. <laughs> I mean, is that what you're talking about? Or anger, like, like well, that's my anger. Like, well, if you didn't have any anger at all, even when you're skateboarding and you don't do it right, you would see that you didn't do it right, but it wouldn't matter. You would stay calm, and then you would do it in the right way. Okay. Have you forgiven your father? Um. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. You went to him? No. Uh, he's not in my life, actually. But where is he? He's in El Salvador. Oh. Yeah. And why? Why? Why is it that he's not in your life? Um. He just chooses not to be. Did he say that? Um. He's. Yeah. He told you, "I choose not to be in your life." Um. No. He's just. Um. Like. I've talked to him. I still talk to him, and like through social networks and stuff. But right. it's just like he changes numbers, and just you know, like it's kind of hard to get a hold of him. So, so did he say I don't want to be in your life? Uh, no. And so why did you say he he chose not to be in your life? I guess I just misworded it. Yeah. All right. And so how do you feel not being with him? It doesn't really bother me. And so what do you do about that emptiness that you have? That little, like something missing feeling. I, I don't have that feeling. You feel fulfilled? Somewhat, yeah. Uh, somewhat? Good, man. Yeah. That's amazing. You love your father? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's important, all right? Yeah, because I agree with what you were saying. I watched one of your things, and you're like, that you shouldn't, like, hate, you know, and, like, also um, about... How, um, sorry, it's kind of, I'd never, like, talk on mics or anything. You're so doing fine. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, I would hate to see it if you like talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, because that had nothing to do with me, like, how my uh, mom and him broke up. And That's just right. parted ways, so I was just like, I never felt any way about it. And right on, have, man. Yeah, so, yeah. That's cool. You smoke pot? No. Well, yeah, sometimes, uh, but I don't, I don't buy it. But, yeah. You don't buy it? Yeah, I mean, sometimes my friends will, like, have something, and I'll take a little hit or two, or, you know, like, but I don't, like, really like it, yeah. You don't really like it? No. So you hate it just because it's free? Uh, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> That's has amazing. To be right. Well, good, man. Yeah. Any other questions for me? Um... I kind of wanted to hear you talk about, like, uh, what's, what's the word I said? You said innovator? Yeah, like, Christian innovation, because, um, like, I, I, I'm, i like, a big fan of Kanye West, and I feel like a lot of the stuff he says and you say are, like, very, like, intertwined, and I see you as, like, a Christian innovator, and for what I mean by that is just, like, it's, like, God is past those just like four walls you know and like i see that you take it in other spots and um i just yeah just maybe talk about that a little bit more like uh what does innovate mean to encourage um just like newer like it's like a new way of like i don't know how to explain it what does innovate mean? i think he's i think he's kind of talking about the fact that uh like church nowadays has become this kind of status quo thing where it's almost like you go into this building and it's like a book club you have rather than actually fellowshipping with people about oh, real life issues and this kind yeah. of brings it back towards that other than just talking about trivial 
lines in a book, maybe. Oh, I understand. Uh, I don't know much about what Kanye West is up to, except I know he made a new song. and Because and, I saw some black people at a church the other day. Uh, I believe it was in Texas. He had a church service at, what's his name? Joel Osteen place. And I just happened to be walking by the TV. It may have been here at the office. Nick had it on, I think. And I looked up and I saw all these black people dancing like Nelson Mandela was coming. And they were dancing in dirt. You know, you see all the dust. Y'all remember that kind of picture? Whenever Nelson Mandela, Nelson Mandela would hold a rally because he was their hero. They would start dancing. Here come Nelson Mandela. And it would be dirty everywhere. It, it reminded me of that. <laughs> But um, the one thing I want you to know is that the kingdom of heaven is inside and all that you need to know and all that you are and all that you need is inside. There's a new kingdom inside of us, right? And God blessed me enough to enter into that kingdom. I had heard about it growing up and out here, but I didn't know exactly what it meant. No one told me that you could live from it on earth. Uh, I heard some guy call my sh- call the Hake report today, and he said that well, <clears throat> Jesse had a rough life, and he suffered a lot, and his mama was mean, and some people were saying right, and and then he had a dark spirit, and because of that, he was able to find out what was whatever right. It was kind of dumb, but I know how the mind works. <laughs> I do want to say my life was not rough. Even though I grew up on a plantation in Alabama, I had an amazing life growing up. Because the only thing that was missing, I wanted my father. It was just a void that was missing in my life. But otherwise, my life was amazing. It was just mind-blowing. And um, I was telling Nick this morning that every aspect of my life, I lived it to the fullest. When I was a kid, I had so much fun on the plantation. You ever lived on a plantation? No. Yeah, I got to take you down there. <laughs> so I lived on a plantation. When I was a kid, I lived a full life as a kid. When I became a teenager, I lived a full life as a teenager. And then when I got in my 20s, I lived a full life. Moved out on my own at 18. I just did what I Made a lot of mistakes, but it was fun. I was making my own mistakes. And then... So, but I still had that yearning for my father because as a kid, I knew I wanted my father. And so uh, I would ask about him. But it wasn't until I started seeking to know myself, I wanted to understand that God allowed me to see that what was missing was the love of my father. I needed to forgive my mother who turned me away from him or tried to and love my father. That's what I did. And once I did, everything changed. I woke up from within and just been living that way for 30 years now. And it's just amazing. It's getting better and better. My mind has been and is being renewed. I have no conflict. I hold nothing against anyone. I, it's weird. You can see what's going on with people. And they don't know you can see them. You can see the spirit that's working in them. And you know that it's not them, but it's a spirit. And all all the opportunities that he had created for you is happening. It will just happen. You don't have to worry about it. And so that's what I discovered, that the kingdom of heaven is within. And so I've come to realize 
that the world, the physical world, is still the Old Testament. Jesus came, but he did not come to save the world. He left it as it is, and he created a new environment, a new world, and he hid it away from the children of Satan. He put it inside, and only God allows those people to get in that he loves. If a man or a woman or boy or girl decide, you know what, I'm wrong for being angry. This is messed up, right? Get to know yourself. He'll draw you into that kingdom, but he's not going to let you in if you have a little bit of anger, because that's the nature of Satan, man or woman. And so I'm hearing that Kanye West is changing too. And I, I want to interview him. I hope he come on. Uh, I think you guys should like talk. Yeah. yeah. It would be interesting to talk to him. Definitely. And so, uh, yes, sir. I've like, yeah, I have noticed a lot of similarities between what Kanye has been saying recently and what you say just about being in the present and loving your father. There's yeah. something he said recently or a couple of weeks ago, like it took me 42 years to realize that my father was my best friend yes. and I resented him. And I was like, wow, it's amazing. That's the exact same thing. Like I thought like this past summer and then I went and forgave my father and mother and just. Oh, you did? Yeah. It's How did it go? I went really well, actually. Um, I, like, pondered the idea because they're uh, up in Sacramento. So I went to visit and kind of had the idea of doing it, but then didn't. uh, Waited a few more months and went back home to visit. And just, like, first thing, as soon as I saw each of them, I just got it over with. Yeah. Were you nervous? I was, actually. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. And... uh, with my father, it was real well. He was easygoing, kind of yeah. just joking around about it, like, oh, I'm glad, all this. And my mom, she was just a little more emotional. She didn't get really crazy or anything. Like, I thought it might go to that. But uh, <laughs> she, uh, she was just like, yeah, I know. Like, we were horrible parents. She was crying, all this. But uh, the dynamic in our relationship has just completely changed. It's Absolutely. amazing. I'm like, when... Uh, like, my dad would call me. I'd look at the phone. It'd say, Dad, and I'd be like, oh, I don't even want to answer this right now. But now it's like I'll call him and just we'll talk on the phone for, like, an hour about yeah, sure. just regular stuff. And now um, it's interesting because, like, the relationship with my mom, she doesn't like it now. It's like, uh, you know, she can't control me. It's like everything that I'm for, it seems like she's against, you know, so she's yes. having a real hard time with this new change that's, like, in me, you know. That's amazing. How old are you today? 24. That's amazing, man. You're so fortunate to be waking up so yeah. early. I was 38 years old when I woke up. And so to be 24 is amazing. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting to me, and maybe some of the ladies can tell me, but it's interesting how that spirit inside of a woman would send you to hell before it leave, let you go free. You know, it just, they can't help it. they like, I'll suck the life out of you. I was, let me see, let me look around. Okay. I counseled with, <laughs> I counseled with uh, a mother's son somewhere on this side of heaven. <laughs> Y'all don't know him, you've never seen him, right? And the son was trying to, at one time was like living under the mama and then the son tried to get away right and the mama wherever the son moved to 
the mama for some reason, oh, I'm coming over, make some food, or calling every day. How you doing? How you? And the son didn't want her to do it. So he said, stop doing that. But she wouldn't stop. And so the son moved out of her place and anything, right? He changed his phone number so that she couldn't call him. And the mother went to the father because they separated and, and got the number from the father to call the son anyway after he changed his phone number. Now, you know that's hell. What is that about? You know, why is it that they want to destroy They won't let go. And then they'll make up excuses. Oh, I was worried about him. And you can't. That's not a reason to suffocate the life out of anyone. <laughs> You're going to kill him anyhow. You know what I'm saying? But she went around to the father and got his number and started hunting him down again. And so now he got to move again. And she has all these excuses. Lying to herself rather than saying, you know what, I'm wrong. I need to leave my son alone. He's an adult now. I, need, I don't even think my grandmother ever called me when I moved out. Because she had already taught me growing up, right? You got to go at 18. And I'm like, where am I going? I don't know. I don't care. You're out of here. And when I moved, that was it. But I did go see her once or twice because I was so happy to be on my own anyway. But there's a new world inside, folks. And the Christians don't know it. I like the Christians because read the Bible stuff somewhat stabilize them. You know, they don't go so nuts. They don't all become criminals. But there's another reality inside, and you're fortunate to find that. And if you do the silent prayer so that you can stay away from the thoughts. And, and oh, and another thing I want you to know, folks, because I hear a lot of this. People say, well, I went and forgave, and, and at first I felt free. I felt fine. But then I saw my mother, or I saw this person, I got angry again. Don't worry about that. You're still growing. So just relax. And let that happen. Because it's like a, a physical child, when a child first uh, try to walk, the child falls down. But if nobody overread it, he laugh about it, get up and walk until he's running and all that. So you are growing. Your mind is being renewed. So don't freak out. You're like a little baby now. And so you're not old enough yet to get all the, all the honey and everything that come with it. A little milk is enough. Just be patient. So you're going to be fine, man. Just stay with it. Yeah. Silent prayer is amazing, too. It's uh, amazing. It really helps, yeah. Yeah. I've always thought that as a kid, like, uh, like I grew up with my grandma taking me to church, all that, but nothing ever resonated with me. And um, I always just thought it was so strange, like, if God knows what's going to happen for you and, like, what you need, like, why are you, why you need to ask all these things? Why are you talking to him? It didn't really ever make any sense. And then you presented that idea in it is just just so logical. It's amazing. It is. Yeah. It's mind-blowing. And if you notice, and correct me if I'm wrong, when you're first born, as soon as you pop out the womb, it's the mama that takes you to church. It's not the father. Have you noticed that? <laughs> Everybody went to church with their mama. <laughs> if she had left you alone, let you stay at home with daddy, you wouldn't have all these problems. Isn't that amazing? But it's so, I, I wish I could give you guys and ladies that this other reality on the inside. But no man can give it to you. And the understanding that comes from it is beyond your imagination. 
It really is. You can't even imagine the mind of God. You can't even, there's nothing on earth that could cause you to imagine because the, the mind of God, because your mind and his mind, your mind is of Satan, right? And it's further away from God as possible. You can't imagine. That's why you got to bring every thought into captivity. It's so amazing to live that way. It really is. And just be patient, allow yourself to grow, let people talk about you and see how you feel about it. And if you feel bad, just say, oh, that's interesting. They said something about me and I feel bad. So I got to go away from that. No big deal. Because I know a lot of people, they, they love God until someone says something wrong to them. And all of a sudden they're mad again and they give up. Don't give up. It, that person is giving you an opportunity to know yourself. Because once you truly overcome all that anger, there's nobody or no thing or nothing on earth to make you feel that way again. It's like you have a bubble around you and the world cannot get to you. And the natural way starts to disappear and the real way starts to come alive. Isn't that amazing? Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh What kind of work you do? No work. Just in school right now. Uh, amazing, baby. I know. It's terrible. Beta the worst, worst decision. Uh, because uh, my parents just take care of me. They never let me fail. And that, was one and that of the worst is failing. <laughs> yeah. The, the, they cause you to fail. I'd say the worst thing I did, I, there was a, when I turned uh, 18 or so, I went to college at 17 and ended up dropping out my first semester saying, this is ridiculous. Why am I wasting my time yep. in school? I went out into the world, started working. I uh, was working towards getting my real estate license, working for a real estate company. And then the worst decision that I think I've made was, one of many bad decisions was going back to school yeah. because it really stagnated my growth. And it's like I'm just kind of stuck trying to finish this now when I had a pretty good start out in the real world. Yeah. But, I mean, it all brought me back to this point, like realizing what I have now. So and I can just be here in the moment and live right now. That's right. So are you living on campus? No. Oh, uh, so aren't you, you live with your mother? No. Who you live with? I just uh, have roommates in a house. Oh, and how do you pay your bills if you don't have a Oh, your parents take care of it? Mm-hmm. Baby the mail. Right. Your mother's not going to let go. You got to say no more. Get yourself a job yeah. and start paying your own rent. It's it's hard to be, well, it's You never hard, say it's it, hard to. It's, I'm, um, that was the wrong word, but it's interesting because I totally see how my father is just like, you know, his mother. So it's like I have two women trying to yes. control my life. It's not two like mommies. I have a father and a mother. It's like I have two mothers. Yeah. Absolutely, man, because he they, has his mother's spirit. Yeah, and it's like he always, my dad always says, like, I want to do that for you. I want to, like, help you out like this. And it's like I, I really see how it's hurting me. Yeah, like, and did you say, no, don't help me? No. That's how the welfare people are. Once they start getting that money, they'll kill you if you try to take it away. So now you're spoiled and corrupt. You're addicted to them. It's hard to say no to it. You got to say no. Just say no and get a job. Wait till you get a job. Hold on to it until you get a job. Let them do it. Get a job. And when you get your first paycheck, cut them off. You got to cut it off. Yeah, that's kind of what I want to do, get myself 
you know, financially established on my no, own? No, not financially established. Just get a job so that you can go through the hard times. It's the hard times that cause you to become a man, that allows you to see your relationship with God. And now that you, you uh, come out of that darkness, you need to cut them off. Otherwise, they're going to keep you down. Yeah. yeah. So get a job and cut it off. Okay. You have roommates, so you can you have someone to share the bills with. Mm-hmm. But you gotta let the money thing go. Yeah, that's like uh, I feel like that's the strand that's holding me to them still. Yeah, that uh, financial kind of. I remember. I remember once somebody in my family died, but before they died, they had me down as one of the people to receive. There's Social Security or something like that, right? And so they died. I was so glad because I got all the check once they died. And then it was a whole lot of money until I was a teenager, so I was glad to see it. And so there came a time when I was supposed to get one more check. And, and the government never do anything right anyway, so they kept sending other checks, right? Because you know how the government is. They don't get anything right. And I did not want to let that money go. I'm like, this is the last one. And another check would come. I'm like, this is the last one. <laughs> Anybody ever done that? <laughs> and then, and so finally I said, uh-uh, I'm letting this go. Because I had a job. I said, I'm letting this go. And so one more check came, right? And I looked at it, and it was like, all this money, and I'm thinking, I gotta, I'm not going to cash it. And I did not cash it, and I felt free. At first, I would feel like a saver tell me, oh, look at all that money. You better keep that money, right? But I felt free once I didn't cash it. And so I didn't cash that one, then I just cut it off. That's how you got to do with them, because they control your nature. It's like the blacks, not all, of course, they're addicted to the welfare now, generation after generation, so it's hard to let go. And if it's... If the president were to cut off the welfare, it would be riots. They would burn down the house and everything because that nature is addicted to the world taking care of it. You got to let it go. It's not as bad as you think that it is, but get a job and tell them no more. All right? All right. What are you studying in school? Uh, I was doing finance. I just switched it to marketing last week. Amazing. Yeah. Well, get a job, man. Yeah. Really. All right. Um, anything else? No. Did you have another question? No, that's it. Are you working? Yes. Oh, good. At least somebody got a job. <laughs> Tell them no more, man. If they loved you, they wouldn't do that to you. Yeah. They really wouldn't. They don't love you. I, I can tell it's because they want that control. Yes. It's not about love. It's about control. Yeah. That's why once you were born again, you become a dispassionate person. Because people who are passionate are weak. It's all about the emotion. And it's not about logic. It's not about what is right. So you don't want to be a passionate person. It's like being gay or something. That's up to you. If you want to finish, finish. If you want to stop, stop. Get you a job. Let's say you decide, I'm not wasting. Because the best school is on the inside of you, really. With less struggles, no worries, 
No nothing. Well, really, no struggles, really. And you see how to overcome. And it doesn't cost anything. The best school is really inside of you. I didn't, I finished high school. There were literally 18 people in my class when I graduated. And I, honestly, I was number 18. <laughs> I, I was like, what in the world? I'm surprised they let me graduate. But they did. <laughs> and that's the truth. And that, have you ever heard me read on the radio? I don't understand me. Not to mention Joel. <laughs> I think Joel was in my class. I think he was that guy that sat way in the back. <laughs> what year you graduated, Joel? I don't blame you. And he went to a white school and still can't read. He can't even read long super chats. They spell it wrong. That's why. They spell it wrong, like Arkansas. <laughs> you said that this week? Uh, huh? You said Arkansas. I did. I said it so much times. I said, I'm going to somebody from Arkansas when it was Arkansas. But, but really, the best school is on the inside. And it's so amazing. It's weird that most people don't know it's there, though. It's hidden away, and only the ones he pull in can see that world. Isn't that amazing? Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> um, do you have kids? Yes. Oh. And so is it hard to let you... Oh, that's your She's daughter? She's one of them. <laughs> yeah. Is it hard to let her go? It's very hard. Why? But um, I don't How old is she now? I don't know. 23, and I have a 16-year-old. And you hold on to both of them? Well, I feel like I'm doing a pretty good job of letting them go, but inside... I can tell that it's not an easy thing. And why not? What's what? Is, what are your insides? What is your inside telling you? Because I I feel a little bit lost. Like, what is our family going to become? Also, I had a lot of, in many ways, uh, my family had a lot of problems, and so I feel like I'm reinventing the wheel, and I'm trying to. I don't know what's what you're supposed to do next, and I'm trying to figure it out. And so, don't try to figure it out. Okay, it's good enough. Mm-hmm. It's well enough not to know. You're better off not knowing and just living it. Yeah. Because if you know it, you're coming up with the wrong thing. Yeah. And if you love your kids, your adult kids, you will let them go. Actually, I feel like it's not so much letting them go. It's just I. I think what I is hard for me is knowing like what's gonna what's gonna happen. Where it, where are we gonna go next? That's more. It's not where we gonna go. Where yeah. they gonna go? Yeah. Okay. So, like, you feel like where we going to go next? Like, if they leave yeah. home yeah. or move away, what do you mean? What do you mean? Well, um, are how, are we still going to be a family as them have when they have their own lives? Because my and my parents, they moved away from their parents right. across the country. Yes, and then it was sort of like. They didn't have any relationship with him anymore. Beautiful. But, oh, well, but my mom's sister did. I feel like it is nice to have an adult relationship with your, with, like, I love my grandparents, and I loved being able to be with them. It's and I nice, miss, but you want to do it freely. Yes. Not yes. out of any type of obligation. Yes. But my parents, they didn't even have that. I don't right. know how to. I think they didn't do it right either. No, they didn't. No. That's why you're repeating this cycle with your kids. Yeah. You need to let them go, mm-hmm. and don't worry about what's going to happen next. Okay. Because if they forgive you and they go out and have a good life, and you start, you know, you become the right way, mm-hmm. they're going to want to be around you 
but not under pressure. No, I don't they want to. They don't want, want to that. do it when no. and if they want to do freely, it. Freely, freely. Yeah. Yeah. So you need to send them away. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And don't worry about if they'll come back or not. Are you married? Yes. Mm-hmm. Go play with your husband. We do. We, we do. You got we're, somebody to play with. We're having a lot of fun. Well, then send the adults yeah. away. Leave them alone. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to get away from her? No, not right now. I mean, eventually. I'm speaking yeah. to the mic. How old are you? I'm 23. And why you don't want to get away from her right now? We have, we have fun together. We have a good relationship. Oh, you do? You're I, eight. I, I, but she gives me a lot of independence. I'm, I, I, think I don't I feel am. like I have to be home. I, I don't that, feel like... Yeah. I have my hold own on. life. I have a job. I'm <laughs> she, she yeah. hold, hold on. It's just like hold I don't on, wanna... Mama. Okay. <laughs> mama trying to speak for her. That's not yeah. good. <laughs> and so when you say she gives you a lot of independence, what do you mean? I mean, she doesn't hold me back. She doesn't make me feel obligated, or you know. Okay. And why you're not out on your own already? I don't want to pay for rent. It's like. $1, you know what? Are you, a, are you a millennial? <laughs> what? You a millennial? How old are you? Twenty three. I'm twenty three. I just turned. That's 23. a millennial, right? Yeah, Ooh. I think so. Yeah. Beta. <laughs> Why don't you want to pay your own way now that you're an adult? You don't well, know what that is until you're on your own. Yeah, that's it's true. It's so amazing. But I'm saving so much money. I, you know, it's really great. And but you're not growing though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Growth is more important than the money. Yeah. It really is. Because when you're out on your own and you lack money, mm-hmm. the best in you will come out to get your own money. Yeah. It really will. Mm-hmm. But you don't know that unless you're living it. Yeah. You've got to be doing it to know it. Mm-hmm. That makes sense? Yeah, that makes sense. So if you saved up a lot of money, why don't you move? Well, I mean, I didn't, it's just, I don't want to waste it on paying rent. Like paying, I just you want to like buy your own away. place? Yeah, I'd like to move out and get, you know, get an apartment. Eventually I want to buy a house. And so I'm putting that toward all my money toward that instead. But you you would be able to still get your house, but you would be a better person for it. Mm-hmm. You'd be more responsible yeah. because there's a, something on the inside of you that's not coming out. Yeah. You need the pressure. Mm-hmm. To not on the inside but the outside so that you can yeah. overcome it. And you'll see that God is with you and it'll be amazing. Yeah. You have a boyfriend? I do. And does he live with you? No. Does he come over? Oh, uh, yeah, sometimes. Would you guys don't go in the bedroom? No. Oh, phew. <laughs> would you let her go in the bedroom? If no, she would not. Oh, good. <laughs> but don't move just because I said it, all right? Yeah. Make sure you see it for yourself and do it. Yeah. Any questions for me? No, not really. Is this your first time here? Yes. Have you seen any of my shows already? Actually, Yeah, actually, you spoke at... One of my mom's works events. What was that? That was in a TPAC event in Pasadena for School Choice. Oh. And that, at, it was at the Romanesque Room in Old Town. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That's yeah. amazing. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. and, and so you got to let her go. You yeah. know, don't let her feel like she got to be there. Yeah, I, I don't think she does. And don't let her think, oh, yeah. I don't know what's going to happen if you move. Will yeah. we still be a family? <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, your husband yeah. your family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do feel that way. Uh, mm-hmm. Any questions for me? No, I don't think so. Anything you disagree I'm... with? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. All right. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, let me take James and Victoria and all these hands. Okay. 
Uh, James. Some live chat questions from YouTube. Okay. Rachel says, Jesse says, don't look for a man. What about spending time with the opposite sex? Yeah, spend time. You're supposed to hang out together. You know, don't be like the, uh, what's the name of that boy that was on like NCL people? Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brandy. And, and uh, there's another group that had nothing to do with women. What's MGTOW. that group? Huh? MGTOW. What? MGTOW. Don't be that way. Men and women should interact so you can see yourself how you deal and what you need to overcome, right? But don't be sleeping together and all that kind of stuff. But yes, you should be interacting. That doesn't make sense. If all men are just together all the time and all women, I'm going to start wondering. <laughs> when you wonder, Joel? Like, what the? <laughs> yes, interact. Trevor asks, is there a healthy place for the ego or is the ego always never good? The ego must die. Is there a time where the, the only e- people that should have an ego is allowed to have it are kids. Kids need the ego. When they become adult, then they overcome the ego. But adults should not have an ego. Satan is your daddy. So there's no time where the ego serves us at all? After only when you're a kid growing up. Once you become adult, you got to dump it. Hoshea says, my sister wants to marry a guy in three months of her speaking to him. Right. Well, but she caught him lying more than four times about stupid things, and we know he is a beta male. He is a Christian, <laughs> but what should we do? Stay out of it. Ain't your business. Warn the sister, and if she said, leave me alone, leave alone. She has a right to go suffer. So stay out of it. Beta! <laughs> Last one for now from Texas. Why did God allow the fallen state to happen if only a few end up overcoming it? So that he can create uh, human beings through the the womb rather than with his hand. That's why. He got tired of working. I wonder if he's lazy. He got tired of working. (laughs) So he's like, "Uh, I got to do this a different way. So he must be white, too, because he became very creative. And he invented the womb. He invented the body. And he invented all this stuff. So that's why. <laughs> oh, let me tell you, Victoria, did I come there to you then? Okay. Victoria, uh, I hear that the business is going well. Oh, we have a question. You have a question? I said I didn't. I have one. How's the business going? It is going well. That's amazing. And the reason that I, I think about you a lot and your business, because I know how you were nervous at first, you were not sure. I still am. And what are you nervous about? It is, I think it is uh, my ego, because yeah. I'm feeling like, <clears throat> excuse me, like I should be waking up every day just itching to do it, but it's not like that. To me, it's more um, just something that I know is necessary to do. I have never been itching to go to work. Yeah. Not with my own company. I had two companies with this one and another one. It's just that I was grateful for it. I'm like, this is amazing. I have my own business. You know what I'm saying? So I was grateful, but not itching. And I was... Do what's in front of you. That way you wouldn't have the worry. Yeah, because I was judging myself for not feeling that about it. Um, But I'm feeling that dispassion with a lot of things. Right on. Your mind is being renewed. Is that what's happening? Yes. 
Okay. Because we're not supposed to be into all this excitement stuff. That's the passionate people. You know what I'm saying? We're supposed to be calm and, and yeah, have fun and, and be grateful and enjoy one another and party, you know, whatever, right? But no, be all into that. That's why you're, you're doubting, you're having a fear. I do have a question. Now I do have a question now yeah. that you started talking about that. Um, what I'm noticing is that this week in particular, anytime I thought about something that I wanted for my business, whether yeah. it was like marketing or an opportunity to promote it, those opportunities came, like, without... He got your back. But it's bizarre because once it happens, I get... I have a feeling where I pause because I don't know what to do with it because I'm not used to things going so smoothly. You'll get used to it. So, when? And then Cindy tried to say, this is not real. You know, you got to have worries. You got to have this. Yeah. But if you seek first the kingdom of God in his right way, keep an eye on yourself, it'll all open up. It's just one day at a time. Don't compare yourself to anyone. Don't try to be like anyone. Don't go do all these crazy classes like everybody else doing because they're on the outside looking out. They're trying to get help from the world. Did you know that the world is really dumb? Real dumb. These degrees, you should keep your money. Because people with the degrees are the dumbest folks on this side of heaven. You know more than they know right now by living from within. A lot and of my clients are former students. where you're coming so. from. So what now? No, I was going to say I see that because a lot of my clients are former students, yeah. and that's why they're coming to me. So I, I yeah. wish that the parents would not send their kids to colleges. I really do. Uh, I wish now. they would set a good example why the kids are growing up. Like this young man was saying, it's already in him. He knew to college wasn't the answer, but his parents made him go by encouraging him. Oh, we'll take care of you. Don't worry about it. But had he taken that right way a while back, he'd be walking on cloud nine, dancing on the ceiling. Have you ever danced on the ceiling? I would if I could. It's amazing. <laughs> and you're on your way. Don't worry about what has happened. The only thing that is is what's happening right now. Right. All right? Don't, don't say, oh, I should have. And I, God is with you, man. It'll be as though you don't even have a past. Yeah. All right? So don't do no, I wish I should have, if, if. So uh, tell the folks what kind of business you have. Um, I have a credit <laughs> repair business. So... If you have bad credit, please don't raise your hand. You can see me later. Um. <laughs> <laughs> don't make them nervous now. Right, like, yeah, it's okay. Um, and how can but, they reach you? Um, they can reach me, either grab a business card or I'm on Instagram. But go to my website instead. It's www.fixmyficonow.com. Thank see you that? for that. Wow. Uh, amazing. Nice. Thank you. All right. Well, stay with it one day at a time. Be grateful. And don't believe anything the thoughts tell you. Every yeah, I was really, thought. I was concerned for a second because I thought, man, everybody that has a business that I know, I, I'm, no, that's not true. That's not true. You're right. A certain kind of person does do that now that I'm really thinking about it. But I, I was doubtful because I thought, well, it doesn't wake me up. And I think it's because I have a system now. So I'm not... Oh, God, what am I going to do? It's not like no, that. No, it's... it's not about excitement at all. It's about gratefulness, that good attitude, be grateful. Mm -hmm. I'm so grateful. It's mind-blowing, all right? But don't look at all that excitement. I got to feel a certain way and all that. That's not real. The same thing for you with your business. 
don't don't compare yourself to anyone, and don't it's yeah. Oh, okay. And so sometimes you said it was a little tight. Sometimes it's like a struggle. Oh, right. mm-hmm. Relax in the struggle. Yeah. Because it shows faith in God, mm-hmm. and it start to open up for you. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Don't don't put up no resistance. Mm-hmm. Just relax and do what's in front of you and seek the kingdom and be honest with yourself, and it'll, it'll work out. Yeah. Right. We've been, it, it has been that way. Oh, good. Um, my husband's a musician, and so we've been living that way for our, all our married life. But, and it does strengthen your faith. Right on. You have to live by faith. That's all you have. That's all yeah. you have. Mm-hmm. Amazing. <laughs> Joel is black. Y'all know he's black. And Joel, before he came to bar, was, how old were you came to bar? Uh, 25. 25. And Joel was at home with his mama, waiting on the Lord. <laughs> he was just waiting on the Lord, living with the Lord. And so we got, I made him move out. I didn't make him move out, but I made him say, hey, man, you got to get out. This is what you got to do. And it's amazing what has happened in his life. He has his own business now. He has a uh, reality show out. He, uh, Joel gets up and go and do his work early in the morning. He doesn't lay around like a black person. And like, I'm looking at him thinking, Wow. But that's what's going to happen. Once you enter that kingdom, it's a whole nother world. It really will. But Satan will still try to come at you. He will come and try to get you. But resist the thoughts. And if you get caught up in the thoughts and you go through a little something, relax. It's not a big deal. Really. It's not a big deal. Because once you wake up, you cannot go back to sleep. You can't go back to sleep once you truly wake up. You have once to die and once to live. When you overcome that fallen state, you're living. When you're in that fallen state, you're dead. So you have once to die and once to live. All right? That makes sense? Yes, sir. And then I'll take you out of here, Marvin. Okay. So uh, sin is actually, is playing God, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. Sin is playing God. And in order to sin and react off those sin, react off of the sin is by... Um, listening to your thoughts first. And believe in them. Believe in them, accepting yeah, them. Because when you, that's why God said bring everyone into captivity. Adam believed the lie and fell into darkness. Right. Now we have to doubt the lie and come back to the light. Mm-hmm. And if that's so, how did Satan sin? Who whispered in his head? He decided that he wanted to be God. He was a bright star at one time. He was the man. But his little ego got in the way, and he decided, you know what? I can do this myself. I don't need you. So, you he's, you so he's able, because, like, angels in heaven, they don't have anybody who's, like, whispering to them besides, like. A little loud for me? Um, angels in heaven, they don't have anybody whispering to them, like, you know, like human beings on earth. Right. So if you're all thrown out with Satan, those that believed him. Right. So he was the first one that came up with the ego to want to take That over. I'm aware of. Because I'm thinking, like, if everybody's going through, like, this, you know, thing on earth with listening to our thoughts. How well, did everybody Satan... don't have to go through it. Now that you're waking up and once you get married and because you and your wife live a perfect life, doesn't mean you're not going to have issues to deal with. But because your spirit is perfect, your kids won't have to go through that. That's why God keep allowing men and women to have babies because he's trying to get somebody to do it right. So paradise can be all over earth, right? Yeah. And so by you guys and ladies waking up, 
You're going to start a new generation, and then things will be fine. So you don't have to go through that. You just need perfect parents. Mm-hmm. Right. And you can't be born a sinner. I think that's impossible. That's like contradicting God. You could be Wouldn't born it? angry in that if your wife or your girlfriend is pregnant and she doesn't want to be or she hates you or she's mad about it, that spirit of her can pass on to the child in the womb. That can happen because it's a but, spirit but, you can traumatize the child. But spirit. being born but being born is coming out the womb first. That's a physical birth. Physical birth. Yeah. But when you're actually born inside the womb, you're actually born like the baby, like the egg is like, you know, the baby's grown inside the mother's womb. Like right. you're you're being born right now. Right. And when you're born again, when you're born spiritually, you're actually growing too. Right. But you just but you can't be born spiritually spirit. a sinner. Does that mean know? you can't be born spiritually a sinner because God wouldn't make you just come into the world as a sinner. You can only be conceived and then be tempted by sin as growing up. Right. You, you, I don't know what you're asking me. <laughs> um, um, for you, for for you know how God created. So that you're born through the mother's womb, right? Because there's a, because that's a water birth, right? Because there's nowhere in the Bible that you're born a sinner. Right. You can only be you're you know it, it was said by somebody in the Bible that you can my mother once my mother conceived me I was already like a sinner or something like that. I don't want to misinterpret it or anything like right. that, but it was something like that. But when you're born out of the womb and you're tempted by, you know, things on earth, that's when you start to develop, like, anger and you start to sin. But I don't think you're born a sinner. Unless you're born angry. Unless you're born angry. Yeah, that's why when women get pregnant, they, should, they need to cool out. Love the father. Take it easy. Don't have that, all that anger in them. That way they can't pass it on to the children or to the child in the womb. Right. Yeah, because I'm trying to like. So I have like an angry woman. You're going to have some hell of babies. <laughs> Work it out before you get married. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. Yeah. But no, you're born through the womb physically, you're born of the spirit after that. And, and just like you can't go back into the womb, once you're born of the spirit, you can't go back into darkness. That makes sense, yeah. All right. Okay. Um,. Let me take Hermes and then here. I think I saw, oh, the blue shirt, right? Here. Amazing. Okay. Yes, Hermes. Um, first of all, I think it's, it's really nice to see these young people waking up, man. It's amazing. It is mind-blowing. Yeah. This is better than silver and gold to see y'all waking up. Y'all have no, I, I don't know what to do with it. It's mind-blowing because they're like young people are gone. Like half of them are smart, the other half were dead. But they're waking up, so it's amazing. Yes. So just two quick questions. Um, just clarification. I've heard you say that when you when you woke up, you got you know you got over the anger. Did you ever fall into like emotions after waking up? In other words, you- when I first started, I woke up right. and I didn't understand what I know now. I would still believe some thoughts sometimes and feel that way. But as I, he's renewed my mind, I now know better. So you would have a, like, go home, you'd have a bad day because you got into, you know, you feel like you got into your imagination and. Believe the thought. Okay. okay. Because I didn't have anyone telling me, don't worry about it. Right. it it's okay, you're growing like a child, right. except that it's in the spirit. Gotcha. Okay. And the other question is I noticed that with thoughts, it's almost like for me, 
the thoughts are the thing that I have to hang on to. It's almost like without the thoughts, I feel like I'm free falling. So I used to think that way too. Yeah, so it's like something to hang on to. But is that the ego trying to hang on to? One hundred percent. That's why God said you must bring every thought into captivity. He didn't say it's the thought you need to hold on to. Every thought, and I don't care what happened last night. Whatever happened last night, it's over with. It's done with. Give it no thought. Just know, you know what? I smoked pot last night. I should have. I got so high, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I was just so high. And just know you didn't want it. Don't judge yourself. Don't make a big deal. You're less likely to do it any time soon. Like if you don't have the thoughts, you don't have anything. Right. But you do, you have, really with the thoughts, you have nothing. But when you uh away from the thoughts, when you doubt them, you have faith in God. Uh, uh, so where am I? So let's do this. I'm going to move faster. Bro. Let's start here and all the way over. All right, and I got to ask a question. Yes. What's up, man? Is this your first time here? Yeah. What's your name? Giovanni. Welcome, man. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. It's awesome to be here. Where are you from? Baltimore. Bal- are you visiting? Yeah. Right on. All the way from yeah. Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Baltimore is where that man died, right? Brady Gray? No, he's talking about Elijah. Elijah, he did. Yeah, he gone. He did. <laughs> <laughs> That's where uh, he's from, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Baltimore? So Baltimore, yeah. Don't mess with the president. No. <laughs> Keep your hand <laughs> off the son of God or the daughter of God. Anyway, thank yeah. you for coming, man. Yeah, thanks for opening the doors. Right um, on. Uh, so my, my, the guys I traveled out here you with. You know they, Joel? Uh, I met him outside. Oh, you did? Had you heard about him beforehand? Yeah, I watched the show. Everybody knows Joel. He's black. Yeah, he's black. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know he could rap? Yeah, um, I actually, was stunned. I, one of my um, my daughter loves to stand up. <laughs> yeah, the Trevor Wesley. Oh, yeah, me and my daughter we uh, listen to it every day when we take her to school. Right, on, you got to stop it. Hey, your mama. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> I'm like, what? The? He done went from mama to rapping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. Um, so the guys I traveled out with, here with, um, I was trying to get them out here, but they didn't want to come to church because of the perception of church. Right. When I when I told them, you know, we could ask questions. I asked him, did you have did you have any questions for him? Um, and he said, you know, I thought it was an interesting question. It was, why well, why would God allow anyone into heaven? Why would He allow anyone? Yeah. Because He love you. Yeah. I gave him a different answer though. What was your answer? Um, I was, he should be happy for yeah. his grace and his mercy yeah. that he would see you worthy enough to bring into heaven. Yeah. Yeah. So I gave him an answer because I, I said, I told him, um, you know, it's really, really his decision um, on the, you know, the idea of heaven that we norm- are normally taught as Christians. You know, we're going to go to that place in the sky or whatever. Um, so that's the one he was talking yeah, about? Yeah, that's the one he was oh, talking about. Oh, once he die? Yeah. Tell him he doesn't know if God's going to let anybody yeah. in anyway. So. Yeah, that's, that's what I told him. Yeah. But I also told him, um, you know. The, I thought he meant inside. Uh, th- that, but then I, you know, kind of referenced that the kingdom of heaven is already inside of you. Yeah, um, that's right. And, you know, we have to go within, within to, you know, access that, that kingdom. Yeah. Um, so, and I just told him he put, he put his code already inside of us, so. One hundred percent, man. So if we go inside, that's where. How long are you gonna be in town? Uh, till tomorrow night, I'm going to the Ra- Ravens game. The Raiders game. Ravens. 
The Ravens? Versus where are Rams. They? I don't know where they are right now. Are they in this city? No, the Ravens are the, the Baltimore football team. Oh, I see. And they're playing oh, the, the Rams, the one that you said don't, they can't play ball. Can they play? I don't think so. I don't think the Rams can play ball. No, they, yeah. I never hear anything, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they're not having a good season. Would you rather have an unclean life or an honorable death? Honorable death. Over an unclean life? Yeah. Oh, okay. Amazing. Why are you looking at me like that? I don't know. I I thought there was a follow-up to the question. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I thought you were about to come up here. No. No, no, I'm messing with you. Any other questions for me? No. no, Okay. Uh, Thank you. Right here. Uh, Right here, I think. Was it you? Would you rather have an unclean life or an honorable death? An honorable death. You would? Why? Because it sounds cooler. (laughs) (laughs) And so... You'd rather have this unclean life and an honorable death, right? Honorable death. Because it sounds good. All ego. Okay. Did you have a question for me? Yeah, well, it's not a question, but I noticed that, um, that the, the silent prayer or whatever type of meditation you do. That, it's, it's observation. It's what? Observe. You want to be able to just look. You want to be aware. You that, don't that's what meditate. I'm saying. It opens. Because I feel like, yeah, you forgive your mother and your father. Um, and that opens up that, you know, that door to, to understanding. But yes. I feel like uh, that meditation helps to... Observation. See, yeah. Because I, I was driving here and some guy cut me off out of nowhere. And usually I would, you know, sit, right. you know be angry about it. But it was like... And I think it's because I've been doing the, the silent prayer for Stay a while. Stay with it, man. Yeah. You're going to be just, surprised at how the world used to control you with things. Yeah. And all of a sudden you realize, wow... That doesn't yeah, mean the, anything anymore. When did that happen? Yeah, like he probably yeah, dropped right. chicken soup. Yes, sir. Yeah, the uh, the answer you gave for why would uh, God uh, let anyone into heaven, that he loves you, I believe that's the same answer why any why he would let anyone into the fallen state. I think it's because he loves you. And I think that... Well, he definitely love us. And uh, he sent his son so we all can, those who want to, can return. But most people are not going to. Only a few. Yeah, well, well, kind of what I'm saying is that... Um, Have if, you overcome if, your anger? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and you're close to your father? I don't know my father. You don't know him? I do not know him. I have never been able to track him down. I, really? Yeah. Done what a did DNA your mother test. say when you asked about him? She said that uh, they were estranged at the time and that he kidnapped her and raped her. Of course. That's, that's her story. Of course. So, yeah, that's her story. Women act like they, they don't have sense enough to do anything. Everything is somebody else's fault. Hey, honey, you raped me. Right. So. I don't believe it. Well, I, I wasn't. I mean, I was because there, I, I guess. I was, I was there after. Ain't no way in the world you would have raped a woman. She would have killed you. <laughs> You'd have been so tired of fighting with her, you wouldn't want to do anything afterwards. You know what I'm Because women didn't mess around. I'm sorry these weak women talking about somebody raped them. Where the responsibilities for the woman? I would want my daughter to be as strong as my son. You know what I'm saying? But women want her, oh, you raped me. Everybody been raped. Except baby Jessica, daddy. Carry a gun. Go ahead. Anyway. No, what is um, it like not knowing your father? What is it like? Well, yeah. it's more like what is it not like because I don't know my father, so... Do you have a, a desire to know him? 
Growing up, I never did. And then when you told me to seek him a couple years ago, I did a DNA test. I looked on Ancestry. I did everything I could. And apparently it's like a generational thing. His father did the same thing to him. And his father did the same thing before, over and over. So there's a whole bunch of us out there that are like all looking for our father. So were your mother living with him for a while? Um, or married to him? They were, she was, married. They were married. Yeah, she was a teenager. They had just gotten married, had my older brother, and then they became estranged. And he, So she, she was married to this man, had two kids with him. She doesn't know his folks or anybody on his side of the family. She, according to her, no. She, somebody lying. She stopped ain't talking to him. somebody lying? There ain't no way she married this man. Nobody showed up at the wedding? I wasn't there again. So Do you I, believe her? I believe she's naive, and I believe she she blocked it all out. But I don't. He didn't I, block that much out. Well, I believe that she doesn't know where they are. But I can't believe it. Do you believe that? She married this man. They had two kids, right? One that he knows of. But they had two. You and your brother. Yeah. You had an older brother. And she didn't know anything. Nobody came to the wedding or anything. And all those years of being pregnant, she didn't call up her mama or his mama. Do you believe her? Do you believe her? <laughs> you believe her? No. I don't Me sound, it doesn't sound believable. <laughs> I don't believe that. Do you believe it? I don't. I don't. It's not that I even believe it. I just don't care. Why not? Because... It kind of seems more to be with her problem than my problem. But knowing your father is your problem now. You don't. Well, yeah, and I mean, I, I thought I'd make a best step. I even went to my grandparents, and they were able to tell me more detail than she was even able to tell me. Could and, they tell you about his folks? Uh, no, but they told me where they had lived and told me, like, what they were like, and no one kept touch with any of these people, so. That's amazing. It's, right. I... I well, I could I try again. I could try again, I guess. I mean, if it's not important to you, it's up to you. Um, do, do you, do you, um, you know, hold anything against him for not knowing him and being around him? No, I, I know it's my mom's fault. I know that that, that whatever that scenario, that scene. Yeah, so you don't hold anything against your father? I don't even think he knows I exist, but so I don't hold it against him Do you personally. hold anything against your father? No. Okay. Yeah. If he doesn't know you exist, I wouldn't hold the thing against him. Yeah, I don't I think that's the scenario. Right on. I think would she cut rather, off ties so she he wouldn't know. Would you rather live an unclean life or an honorable death? I guess an honorable death. Why would you why would you want an honorable death and an unclean life? Are you saying one or the other? Who would you prefer? An unclean life or an honorable death? I it would have to be, well, no one would want an unclean life. That's just. No, I'm asking you. I know, but I'm just saying I would, I would prefer almost anything over an unclean life. So. so what would you prefer, unclean life or an honorable death? Honorable death. And so you don't mind living an unclean life? Well, that's why you're, you're, I think it's a, this is a grammar thing. I think there's So some, you're choosing the unclean life over the honorable death, right? No, I, I'm saying I'd rather live, or I'd rather have an unclean. Damn. <laughs> I would, if you were telling me, I, I would have a... Which would you prefer, 
unclean life or an honorable death? To live an unclean life or an honorable death? I would have an honorable death. And you would want to live an unclean life? That's not what I said. You would choose the, you would choose the unclean life over the honorable death? I mean, you, if, 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 yeah, 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 see. if okay. death came gotcha. and then the unclean life both came and they told you to choose one of us, well, who would you choose? I'm confused. Would you choose the unclean or the honorable death? Honorable death. You take your answer now? I, 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 I think I still don't understand the question. but You understand it, you're just scared to answer it. No, because I think it's still Choose honorable one. Death. Uh, honorable death. Okay. What would you change your mind about? Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'll change, I'll change to an unclean life. And why? Because then you have a chance to get forgiveness, yeah. and you're still living. Amazing. What do you say? Uh, uh, you. Um... An unclean life. You would rather have an unclean life than an honorable death? Well, what kind of life would I have if I had an honorable death at the end? Was it an unclean life with an honorable death? Or was it a clean life with an honorable death? Don't be trying to ride on her coattails. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank God, I got a, we've got a witness. Uh, I can't answer the question. But I will. Which one do you choose, Mark? Unclean life. Unclean life. And, and you'd rather have the unclean life over the... Uh, I'm more focused death. on the life word than the unclean and the death than the honorable. I would choose life over death. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. I, you waiting on me to answer? Oh, okay. I saw you, somebody hand over here. Yes. Caesar, how you doing? Okay. Um, yeah, I had a question kind of when we were talking about the whole uh, family thing. Yes. Uh, living together and all that. I I was wondering, isn't there some benefits to having kind of like multi-generational family members living with each other? Um, yeah, the rent is easier to pay well, not even rent. that. Yeah, not even that, but like I'm thinking like more commu- on like the communal level. Like I, I'm thinking back like back in the time where like the country was really doing well and like communities were thriving and – Small towns were really well, doing well. It was pretty common that multiple family generations were living with each other, or at least living in close proximity to be with each other, and were more involved in each other's lives. As long as it's done by choice and not force, right? Because once you're born again, you're going to see that your real family are those who have been born again and truly been born again and are living it. Your spiritual family. It's your real family, not your physical family. Okay. But even, even if it is just your physical family, don't you think that still lays the groundwork for, I don't know, a more um, stable life no. for people? No. Why I not? haven't seen it. Really? Okay. Because I know so many families who live around each other, and everybody all screwed up. I don't know any family members that together and, and they're just stable and chips throwing through the tulips. I don't know the family like that. Have you? Do you? Uh, some. I mean, I don't know. I, like I don't, where? I, I, I'm just thinking. I'm just, honestly, I'm just thinking more like historically speaking. Like, 
That, I mean, I, I'm talking to, like, my grandparents when they were growing up and starting their families. They all lived with their parents and their other and their other spouse's parents. You know, they were all, if not in the same house, definitely within the same block as each other. Right. I, I mean, that, maybe that's and just everybody how... everybody was stable? Uh, I mean, they... they there was no. They never heard of divorce. They never heard of out of wedlock pregnancies. There was never any high crime or anything like I that. I guess it's possible, but I just never seen it. You know, but you know what I mean. Like I felt like the world, or at least the country. If you, I don't know how big of a or how macro of a level we want to look. Even at. Even when it, you get married, you're supposed to take your wife and go away from your family. Right. You don't supposed to stay around them. So if God had wanted us to stay around them, He would have said, "Marry and go away." Go I get further the, away as possible. I do get it, but for the record, I do get it. But it's just I'm just thinking, like, wasn't the world? I feel like st- there was a lot less crap going on in the world when that. Was I know sort of when like I was growing up, there were family members around up and down the road. Yeah, but we weren't into all each other business. We just knew that they were there. Okay. And if something happened, we need a cup of sugar or something. We go and borrow it. Yeah. But there, we didn't really lie on each other, on right. the people down the road. Okay. Yeah. And we didn't let them come to our house. Really? Well, they wanted to come in and watch our TV, and we, we got sick of that. Okay. <laughs> we were the first one to get the first black and white TV on the plantation. All of a sudden, every Friday night, everybody wanted to come, right? And that's why it is. I said, no, y'all can't come no more. Because okay. they start sucking the life out of you. Fair enough. But a good question. This young lady in the blue uh, sweater, black or blue sweater? Yeah, take the mic for me. How are you? Good, how are you? All is well, I know woman is good. <laughs> What's on your mind today? Oh, I forgot Rachel wanted to talk. What's on your mind? Uh, nothing, I'm just... Nothing? Yeah. Did you have a good week? Uh, yeah. Did you, what did you get so mad about this week? Um, Speak into the mic for me. Nothing, I was just stressed, I had midterms. You what? I was just stressed, mainly. About what? Midterms. Oh, midterms. How old are you? Uh, 19. 19. And why were you stressed about that? Um, because I want to pass my classes. You what? I want to pass my classes. Well, just relax. Study and relax, and then you can pass. <laughs> that makes sense? Yes. You live on campus? Uh, in a house. I'm sorry? In a house. On campus? I mean, uh, but it's a part of the school? Um, I'm, it's like next to the school. It's not a part of it. Yeah, roommates and thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so are you dating? No. What happened? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> you broke up with your boyfriend? No, I just want to focus on myself right now. What happened to that? Uh, have you ever dated? Yeah, I guess. You're not sure? Yeah, were I you, have. Were you dating? Yeah. Did you know you were dating? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> you don't seem to be aware that you were dating. How you, what? Yeah. <laughs> how do you see guys? How, how are you, 19? Yes. How do you see guys your age? Um, immature. Immature? Mm-hmm. In what way? That they only want one thing. And what's that? Sex. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. I'm glad you know that. Mm-hmm. And you know that's not love, right? Yes. Yeah, so don't do not do it. All right? And if they don't want to date, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you know that. How did you learn that? Um, 
Well, I like do silent prayer, so I feel like that's made me realize like a lot. Right on. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have an amazing life. It's, I hope it, so. You know, if you have time to date, you can date a little bit, but no sex. They mm-hmm. don't love you. All right. Yeah. Any questions for me? Um, no. All right. Uh, <laughs> right here. <laughs> yes. Hey. So I was kind of like debating, like telling you this or not, but I thought I would. Uh, um, it's kind of like an embarrassing story, and so I'm going to keep it like as short as I can. All right, a little uh, loud for me. Uh, okay, so um, so you know how I've been dealing with all my family stuff. Yes. So I recently was talking to one of my girlfriends about it all, and she's pretty spiritual. Um, Your girlfriend is spiritual. She's like, yeah, she's one of my best friends. And that made her spiritual? She's very spiritual. Like what does she, that mean to be spiritual? Like, she talks about God. She talks about angels. She talks about different, like, um, stones and just, just, I don't know if she's Christian. Um, oh. I, 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 don't, I don't really know what she is. Yeah, she's. When she's talking about stones. <laughs> yeah, she's and talking about angels. Yeah. And yeah, so she talks about all that. So I get like stuck on the phone with her for like four hours talking about it. And so it's anyways. So she convinces me though to go to like a psychic reader. Oh my God. Yeah. So, and I've never been. So, um, but she was like just trying to like influence me to go. And so I went and it just really messed me up, honestly, to to be completely honest, because Everything that I've been feeling, you know, like I'm pretty strong with my faith and Christianity and God. And, you know, it kind of like messed me up with that. In what so, way? Um, the lady really was terrifying. Um, I mean, I went there and the next day I was I had the flu. I had an eye infection. Um, I was really sick. So I was like, this lady put like a curse on me. And the lady basically was like, if you give me like $5,400, I'll help you. $5,400? And she said, well, burn the money, and then you'll be free of all your problems in life. Did you give it to her? No. Oh. I blocked her. So, but she's... She was calling you, telling you that? Yeah, she she scared me, though, because she told me she, like, analyzed my life, and she was telling me about, like, just different really scary things and, like, maybe past lives and all this really crazy stuff. you wouldn't talk to Satan's daughter. I felt like I was talking to like like yeah. a demo, like like a demonic person. You were, but it was so scary. Did Dylan, did Dylan tell you not to go? I didn't really tell him because I was he was going to think I was insane. Yeah, <laughs> like I Suffer. I knew he would think I was crazy. But yeah. like even my, when I told my my friend this because she's like what what happened? I told her she was like oh my gosh because I told her about the money and she was like that's a scam and yeah. my dad was like that's a scam. Yeah. But, I mean, it just kind of, like, so I've been trying to, like, get back to normal from it. But yeah. it scared Relax me. Relax and let it pass. Just let it be a lesson. So everything learned. she said was fake? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just It was a setup for you to believe in yeah, lies and scare you. So now you believe that stuff, and that's why you're feeling that For, like, that a way. day I did. I was, like, yeah. she said there was, like, nine demons inside of me. <laughs> and they all came from her. I said, I was like, I, I didn't have them before you, so. That's right. That's right. No, don't worry about it. So just ignore it. Just block right. Her. If you don't believe it, nothing's going to happen. Do you think she gave me, like, made me sick? Because I had an eye. I never got No, she made you believe a lie. Oh. That's the only thing she did. She seduced you to believe a lie because there are two forms of temptation for us. Mm-hmm. One is the physical, you know, all the teasing and tempting and mm-hmm. 
all this stuff that goes on that we see with our eyes. Yeah. And then there's the spiritual temptations that come from principalities and wickedness. Don't worry about it. Okay. And let it pass. Okay. And it will just go away? Yeah. Okay. As soon as you stop focusing on it, thinking about it, it's gone. Okay, thank so you. So let the thoughts go. So everything she said was fake. Yeah, it's okay. all lies. Okay. She tried to rip you off with sixty-four hundred dollars. She wanted to burn it. She didn't even want it. She wanted me was to it burn 54 it. Fifty-four or sixty-four? Fifty, fifty-four. But she wanted me to burn it. She didn't even want the money. Did she, was she going to watch you burn it? Yeah, she said she was going to burn. She had like ten things she wanted me to burn at like an altar. That's crazy. You would have, you should have said, what the? I was scared. Out of there. I did. I was scared. Yeah. Well, next time, don't listen to your friend. Yeah, no. I'm a, now we don't talk because I'm terrified. Oh, I'm good. scared. Let her go with the crystals. Yeah. All right. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. So I got, yes, James. I have a few more online questions that I'd like to get to. One Mari asks, are you beta if you get hurt on the job? <laughs> no, you're beta for asking that question. <laughs> she always supports, by the way. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> beta! <laughs> um, Bratzo asks, can men become real men without believing in God and Christ? Or will unbelief always make men weak? Always be weak. Because you either believe evil or you believe good. You believe in something, whether you know it or not. Lin Yen Chin asks, Why does Jesse refuse to understand that meditation isn't evil and it is what he does every morning and night as silent prayer? He's afraid of the accusation that he is New Age or Eastern? That's his question. No, I just like to observe because uh, God said hold on to nothing, right? No, no thoughts. It seemed like I've never done meditation thing, but it sounds like you're holding on to something. You're meditating on something, and you're not supposed to meditate on anything. You're just supposed to sit at the gate and watch. So that's why I, you know, I don't know if it's evil or not, but the people do act weird. One comment from this lady, or uh, says in the Netherlands, men cannot whistle to the women anymore if she's good looking. So what now? When, uh, in the Netherlands, that's Holland, Right. Um, men are not allowed to whist- whistle to the women anymore if she's good, list- good looking. Amazing. Poor ladies. That's too bad. That's unfortunate. Hermes, yes. you prefer unclean life or honorable death? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure. I mean, it's, I don't really understand the question. What you don't understand about the question? Um, I mean, I don't. How can you have an honorable death if you have an unclean life? Which do you prefer? I prefer to have a clean life. A clean life? Yeah. Oh, okay, but not an honorable death. Well, I would like to have both, but if I had to pick one, I prefer the clean life. Amazing. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? So I might make this a biblical question now that I was into, I was going to just talk about it today, but we're out of time. Raymond, you got a question? Okay. Oh, hold up for the mic. Is it a question? I just want to answer uh, answer that question uh, question you put to us about unclean life or or a 
or an honorable death. Yes. Which would you prefer? An honorable death. All right. Don't tell me why yet. <laughs> All right. Why would you prefer honorable death? Because to me, it's the only honorable uh, th- thing I believe I deserve. So what now? It's the only honorable thing I believe I deserve. You believe you deserve death? Yes. All right. You can go back to sleep. <laughs> That's amazing. Amazing. We got, and ladies, get a chance. I want you to read First Corinthians 2.15. Just when you get a chance. First uh, 1 Corinthians 2.15. And what you're going to notice is that Paul talked about judging and that we should judge. And judgment in our world doesn't mean hate. It's discern. And so you need to be discerning. You need to be judging all this crap that you're around, right? And not accept it as a good. All right? Don't act like you don't see it. When you know that it's wrong, it's wrong. Make sure you know that. It just means, as long as you don't hate, but you got to judge it. Judgment and discernment is the same thing. And I wanted to make that clear to you because I know a lot of Christians say, oh, you, you don't judge. I don't judge. I just blah, 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 right? But you should judge without the hate. And that's discernment. And that way you don't. I'm sorry? First Corinthians 2.15. Also in there, he talked about how the worldly man does not accept spiritual things. They are folly to him. But the spiritual man judge, judges all things. And that's in our, uh, uh, First Corinthians 2-13-15. I just have to be reading. I'm like, wow, this is deep. I never heard that Paul said that. But it's so true. You have to judge all things. Just don't hate what you see. All right? Because that's how the world is deceiving you. They're dumping all this stuff on with emotions and all that stuff. And you're falling for it rather than judging it. And then they say, don't judge me. You better judge him. All right? Just FYI. I, I don't have time to read it because we're out of time. Any questions about anything? You have a question? Yes, sir. Sounds a bit crazy. But Friday night, I had a very strange vision about 1 Corinthians 2.15. Oh, uh, yeah? The difference between judging and discerning. Amazing. That's really bizarre. Did you know that, uh, Will, that Paul said that? That yeah. we, we knew about it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So don't ever let anyone say, don't judge me, don't judge me. Just don't hate them. But don't agree with them. When they're wrong, lifestyles and lying and cheating. So what's on your mind, uh, Caesar? You look like you're, you're married now. You look like something on your mind. That's, <laughs> that's, what, that's what happened. I got married. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. kidding. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. So nothing bother you? No. How's everything going? Everything's great. How long have you been now? Since this one, 29th. Of this month? I mean uh, last month? October, yeah. Yeah, so not quite a month yet. No. Nah. And you're still happy about it? It's It's amazing. We talk about we talk about it every day. Just everything feels um you was just a missing link, you know, just connecting the whole family together. It's just right it's great. Yeah. And your wife still act like she got sense. She what? She's still acting like <laughs> she got some sense. <laughs> she's you know what, she's um I'm gonna bring her one day, but she's uh she's at home, she's like as long as you go, go to church, you know, it's like I got it, you know. 
Right on. But she, she, I mean, she's come a long way, Jesse. Yeah. Oh, right on, man. Yeah. You're blessed. You really are. <laughs> so anyway, folks, um, happy Thanksgiving to you. I hope you have a good whatever you do for the holiday, Thanksgiving holiday. We are open on uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We're close Thursday and Friday. But we will be doing the radio show. Both days, Thursday and Friday. So don't forget to tune in. Also, any announcement, Hermes? That's it. Okay. I am looking for a fundraising person. So if anybody know how to do that or knows someone that knows how to do it, send them to me. All right? Fundraising person. And uh, don't forget to do the silent prayer. Stay with the silent prayer. Speak up, but don't resent. And read that uh, 1 Corinthians 2.15. I think you'll like it. I don't hear a lot of people say that about Paul, and he was right on the money about that. Matter of fact, I would read 1 through 15, because he kind of lays it out. Yeah, so read 1 through 15. It's really, really interesting. Stuff we've been talking about all along, and it was something else to find it there, all right? Don't forget to donate to us. Donate to the Building Fund. Go to rebuildingtheman.com. I'll call 800-411-BOND. Thank you all for tuning in. I really appreciate it. And thank you all for coming. Thank you so much. So what I want to do is quickly welcome the first time.